I have the opinion of the Court this morning in Case 17-988, Lamps Plus versus Varela. The petitioner in this case is a company, Lamps, Lamps Plus. The respondent is Frank Varela, a Lamps Plus employee. Like most Lamps Plus employees, Varela signed an arbitration contract when he started working for the company. The agreement said that the parties would resolve their disputes through arbitration rather than litigation in court. In 2016, however, Varela sued Lamps Plus in federal court. A hacker had stolen the tax information of about 1,300 Lamps Plus employees, and Varela sought to bring a class action lawsuit on behalf of those employees against the company for not doing enough to prevent the hacking. Because they had signed an arbitration contract, Lamps Plus asked the district court to dismiss Varela's lawsuit and compel him to arbitrate with the company on an individual basis. The district court did dismiss the case, but it then compelled Lamps Plus to participate in class rather than individual arbitration. Lamps Plus appealed that order, arguing that its arbitration contract did not authorize class arbitration and that it had never agreed to that form of dispute resolution. The Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit studied the arbitration contract and determined that it was ambiguous about class arbitration. The contract didn't address the issue expressly, and the Ninth Circuit said that it just couldn't tell whether class arbitration was allowed or not. Now, one of the things we rely on heavily in our line of work is precedent. Like cases should be decided alike. And here we have a line of precedent interpreting the Federal Arbitration Act a law that Congress passed to regulate arbitration. Nine years ago, almost to the day, we decided an arbitration case very similar to this one, the Stolt-Nielsen case. Same issue. Did an arbitration agreement between a company and an employee allow class or only individual arbitration? Now, in the Stolt-Nielsen case, the lower court had ruled that the agreement was silent about class arbitration. Not ambiguous, but silent. And it held that when an arbitration agreement was silent on class arbitration, that type of arbitration cannot be allowed. We reversed that decision. We explained that class arbitration was very different from traditional individual arbitration, particularly because it lacks the lower costs and greater efficiency that we generally associate with traditional arbitration. In fact, we have described the shift from individual to class arbitration as a fundamental change, so fundamental that we held in that Stolt-Nielsen case that if an arbitration agreement was silent on class arbitration, you could not conclude that the parties agreed to that procedure. Today we follow the Stolt-Nielsen precedent. Just as we held there that if an arbitration agreement is silent on the issue, a court cannot conclude that class arbitration is allowed, So today we hold that if an agreement is ambiguous on that issue, a court similarly cannot conclude that class arbitration is allowed. The Ninth Circuit in this case did not follow Stolt-Nielsen. Instead of saying that ambiguity should be treated the same as silence in considering whether the parties agreed to class arbitration, it applied a general rule that ambiguity should be construed against the drafter of the contract, in this case, Lamps Plus. We think that was wrong because applying that rule here compels a party to engage in class arbitration, 
without a showing that it actually agreed to do so, contrary to our Stolt-Nielsen precedent. Because the Ninth Circuit did not follow that very closely related precedent, we reverse its judgment and remand this case for further proceedings consistent with this opinion. Justice Thomas has filed a concurring opinion. Justice Ginsburg has filed a dissenting opinion in which Justices Breyer and Sotomayor Sotomayor joined. Justice Breyer has filed a dissenting opinion. Justice Sotomayor has filed a dissenting opinion. And Justice Kagan has filed a dissenting opinion in which Justices Ginsburg and Breyer join and in which Justice Sotomayor joins as to Part 2.